Independent wrestling is pretty damn fucking cool. We're sitting down in the spotlight and squirt circle with Rhino. We're trying to bring more awareness to the independent professional wrestling scene. Undoubtedly thankful for anybody that just decided to tune in and actually liked us enough to keep listening. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Ragbag bringing you another edition of Regular Guy Gaming right here on the Grapple Talk Network. Super excited to bring you this week's episode because, hey... It's pretty fucking good. Already got the F-bomb out of the way for the episode. Um, We're talking World of Warcraft. And to be honest, I'm not really a World of Warcraft kind of guy. I never got into it. I tried it. I played it for a couple of minutes once. And I was just like, not my cup of tea, man. But uh, wrong Alex Riley, a reoccurring guest, Riles Beniles, has uh, been playing this game for a very, very long time. It's one of RGG's favorites, and it's definitely one of the world's favorites. I mean, this game is quite possibly one of the most popular games in gaming history. And they're going to talk about it today. And it's a really good interview. Um, You know, as a guy that doesn't really like World of Warcraft, I don't really find any WoW news to be interesting. They had a pretty interesting discussion. I listened to the whole thing. They talk about what got them into WoW, why they still like it, why they think people like it, what they hope to see moving forward. It's a really good conversation, and I think you'll really enjoy it if you like gaming at all, regardless on your stance of World of Warcraft. So stick it here. I'm not going to talk any longer. We'll get you right to the interview, and we'll do some gamer news coming up after it. You're listening to Regular Guy Gaming. Appreciate it, and we'll catch you on the other side. Well, what if he's in the trunk? No, no. No? We would have heard more thumping. (laughs) I'm pretty sure if I would have locked him in the trunk, I wouldn't remember doing that. Well, the next best thing, his bestest buddy of all time and forever... Riles Beniles, AC Riley. I'm going to cut you off right there. I'm not going to say the next best thing, but for sure the next top ten. Well, that would be the next best thing. If it's the next top ten, and then I don't have the other eight here. Wait, nine. Yeah, because he'd be number one. How about this? I'm the next best of a bad situation. The next best of... How is this a bad situation? I don't know. Because (laughs) I'm on it, probably. Somebody's going to be like, oh, God, here he goes again. Okay, guys, I want to make something clear. The last time you heard me, I was coughing bad, and whichever interview you heard before this, I'm coughing bad. I am getting better, so it's getting better. All right, this is actually going to be a lot of fun because we're going to be talking about World of Warcraft, and which is something near and dear to my heart. I think it is to your, you as well. Oh, yeah. We both have played that game I, over a decade each. I played it for well over 10 years. Uh, I think for me, probably nine, close to ten now. Close to ten. Because I think I think I've basically been playing WoW ever since I've been in the wrestling business, and mm-hmm. I've been getting I'm closing in on ten years because I got started actually, and I'm, I don't know if you we were going to get into this, but since we're already here, mm-hmm. uh, I actually got into WoW because one of my trainers was a big WoW player. Really? And he was like, "Oh yeah, you should totally play WoW with me. I need I need some people to raid with," and I'm yep. like. Sure, I'm actually, like, I, it, it was one of those things where I've seen the commercials, I saw all the, I always saw it, like, in the, on the stores, and I was like, you know what, I kind of think I might like this game, like, I didn't think I would like it, I just heard, like, you know, you watch the South Park, you know, episode, you watch, like, yep. you watch all the, like, you know, the, the speculations, like, oh, this is what all World of Warcraft is, a bunch of fucking nerds, Yeah, and it's like, yeah, I, like, I was watching, I was like, you know what, I like that kind of shit, so I feel like I would like this game. Dude, I've never seen this before. That's an Amish person. That is an Amish person. We are in Amish country right now. With a kid. Yeah. Wow. Got to teach him young. Anyways. Yeah, uh, anyway. 
But I mean, that's the thing. They don't have iPhones anymore. So they don't have iPhones at all. So I mean, that's this is more entertaining. I don't know. I, well, I, I'm I not going to go that far. But it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, there's there's no Amish people listening to this podcast. Otherwise, that's the devil's work. But anyway, that, that is so true, especially with me talking. But anyways. <laughs> um, but no, like he was one of those. He was, he was kind of like incentivizing me to like join. He was like, "So like, yeah, man, if you join, like, we'll you know, we'll I'll help you like get like a expansion pack and all that stuff." I'm like, sweet, I basically get to play, play the game for free, and I was already kind of on the fence about getting on. Getting Dude, on I have the to game. I have to tag in. Sure. The reason being is I, I knew what he was doing. This is World of Warcraft is one of them games where you are willing. To pay for somebody else to get the game so you get because the there's so much incentive of bringing someone else in the game. You get a mount, you get yep. game time. That that is someone else where you can go and do raids with. Easy leveling up is easy. Oh, yeah. Learning your class is not hard to just do basic stuff. You know what I mean? Well, like this was, this was actually back in the day when the, the talent tree was still a thing. So. Oh, when there were still talent trees? Yeah. So, oh, I mean, my it was, God. But and that's the thing, though, is that kind of like what you were in. Uh, Sure shout we're talking about a couple episodes ago. Yep, sure shout. Like yep. you, you guys were talking about that, you know, with uh with your game, it was it was nice because you had to think about everything you did. Had to. And, yep. And the talent trees back in the day, it was the same thing. You had to think about it because you couldn't max out like if you were if you're at the max level, you only had enough points to invest in Put just a trees. little bit. Yep. Only put a little bit here or there. Like yep. enough yep. to get each of the certain talents. Yep. But if you wanted them, like you couldn't get all the max talents in each of the branches. It yep. Was, it was not a realistic thing. But so you're like, oh man, do I really want this or I really want this down the road? Yep. So. Yep. Exactly. And now they've made it to where you can pretty much be what you want. Um, and it's really they, simple. It's streamlined. Much, like they brought the talent tree back. But, but in a they, very they, basic, they made it so simplified because I'm sure they were so pissed that they were, they were trying to avoid like pissing off customers, which is so stupid. But it's like they, they made it the most simplified thing ever. It's like, hey, here's a talent tree for our old time gamers. But in reality, this is going to be the most simplistic thing you could ever imagine. Yeah, this is a no cross zone, but that's well, cool. You know On what? a hill, it's, it's okay. Life's bro. been good. Life's been good, and we survived. So, um, actually, what they did was... Is if, you, if you ask Ragbag, I'm a terrible driver, so... I actually, yeah, I, I, normally I drive, which I, I appreciate you I'm, driving, I'm by the way. I'm up to the hype, so... Yeah, that's so far. I've, I've, I've puckered up a little couple times. Um, what they actually did was, back in the day, you used to put points into, let's say, um, there would be, let's say, Shield Slam or Execute. You'd put points in these moves, or you would put points... Yeah, you would basically put points in the moves to make these moves better. What they did was instead of putting points in these moves, you simply can now select to have which move you want. Yeah. So, for example, shield slam or shield, you know what I mean, shield reflect. I mean, it's not just that, too. It goes down the list of other moves. But what they did was what did people like? What did they spec in? Now let's have them choose between these moves instead. Well, that's the thing, too, is that the, the, the different, the, the new talent tree, quote-unquote, is that it's it's literally just three lines. Yep. And you choose which te- you know stats you want when you get to that level. Because back in the day, it used to be you get a point every time you level. Every time, yeah. So, like, for example, when you were in Death Knight, you got, you know, what would it be? Like, you got 25 points automatically. Automatically, yeah. And it was were, just crazy. you were level 55 and you started getting points at 30. So, you had to invest in all that stuff. So, you could have, like, Blood Boil and Ice Freeze and all that. Like, you could have... a a variety of different specs. Yeah, the the level. What was it? The level fifty nine Twink uh, Death Knights back in the day. 
but you could do that and then but nowadays like for example like for for me my paladin it's like there's a line that's like clearly retribution there's a line that's clearly holy yes and one that's clearly protection yep but it's like nowadays a lot of people don't use the protection one because really haste is haste is where it is mm-hmm. and haste is great for for retribution for 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 damage it's great for you know protection. i stack haste on my i stack haste on my enhancement shaman. Well, you stack haste because the more you attack the, yep the more it, you know, and a, especially with wind fury procs yeah and that's the thing, especially as a, as a tank with Righteous Fury and with uh, with Retribution Aura now, is that if you're attacking, you're going to piss it off. You're going to gain threat. It'll attack you, and then you get to stack more Retribution yep. Aura. So. Yeah, threat, by the way. He's talking about threat, for those of you that are wondering. When you're a tank and you're uh, hitting the boss, you have to gain threat. Now, let me ask you this question. Now that you probably... I don't know if you... like. Back in the day, you had to worry about your aggro, your aggressive, your your. You had to worry about your DPS because remember, if a rogue or hunter wanted to, they could take um, threat away from the tank by doing a really huge, like let's say, oh, a cold blood five, you know, five combo stacked eviscerate. They would just take threat away. Well, that's the thing. Pets can still take away. Aggro well, from a that's tank. just if you have it on taunt. Yeah, but most people are idiots nowadays. I mean, again, I thought goes, the rule. This goes back to this goes back to the, you know the talent tree. Yeah. Because now they have the looking for raids. Uh, literally, it's just you don't get a group of your you know close the looking for or, raid tab. And it's basically it's basically just you you go LFR. into a queue, everybody else joins, and it's just you get a you get everybody. You get the good people, you get the shitty people, you get the people that literally just started their account and they got boosted to ninety or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. The rate is. So it's like you get people that do not like you know some people know how to play, most of them don't. Yep. So a lot of Hugs. people have yeah a lot of people have their warlock on. They have like a they have their void walker. Void walker. Because it's yep. going to protect them from you know and basically For what? It, you know yeah. it just basically protects them in the in the game and the questing. But then they're like oh yeah I'll just keep this on it's fine and then it's like nine out of ten times you you do an LFR you do like a dungeon. Yep. And. Not and, and it, whether it's the tank or the the group leader, it's like, hey, turn off your please turn taunt. off your taunt. You know what's funny is, um, well, is so it is no longer. When I, my wife and I haven't played in a year because, well, we got into Hearthstone, we got into Diablo, and other things. Um, we just knew, like, my wife. Sorry, we're getting some messages here. Um, my wife, like I told my wife, cause she was playing a hunter at first. I was like, uh, when we get into instances on less ask, actually just put your pet away. Don't even have your pet out. Yeah. Is that still a rule now? Or did they change within this last year? Did they make it so, or are pets still a nuisance? I think pets are always going to be a nuisance. I think it's just, there's not really a rule on them anymore. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just like, there's so much stuff that's changed where it's just like ultimately just... Nobody's gonna say anything unless it becomes the point where, like, hey man, yeah, they're pulling too much aggro. Yeah. I, in, in reality, too, like if I ever heal or if I'm a tank, and you know, if I see you know a hunter, you know, be told countless, countless times, hey, put your pet away, and they start dying, I'm just like, I'm not even gonna try. Fuck them. Yeah. And then it's like if they get killed, like, what the hell, man? It's like told you not to. Yeah. Told you to turn off your fucking taunt. And look what happened. There's because there's that problem when. When the when the boss one shots that pet, or let's say two shots, I don't know if it's a beast master or whatever. But when the sh- when the boss when when that pet takes aggro from you, you got to start over. Yep. It's for a split second is gonna go after that hunter. 
That hunter's next now. We gotta remember too that a lot of times, especially in raids. Well, whoever's highest on the DPS list actually. Well, I mean, I'm just saying too, just like with, with a lot of raids, like especially when they're new content or like current content, it's you have to follow the mechanic to a fucking T. Yes. So if if you're if your pet has a taunt, that fucks up your whole plan. Oh, because yeah. that that pet's going to attack you know, obviously opposite of where the group is, because mm-hmm. that's what the tank's supposed to do. But if the tank's not in position, that boss is in a completely different area than where you need it to be, and then that fucks up your entire raid, people start dying because they're not prepared in the right yep. spots, yep. and then that's why Ultimate's like, hey, either new pet or no pet. Yep. So, but that's the thing. That's why, that's why you know, a lot of the, you know, Guild raids always go better because it's everybody in a group. No, they know. As opposed to just random pugs and everything. Yep, like that. yep, exactly. Because if it's one or two and then they just don't listen, it's like, okay, kick pugs, out. Pugs, by the way, guys, are picked up groups. Yep. And then it's one of those things where essentially if you kick out one person and you're doing something that everybody wants to do, it's like, hey, we're looking for another damage person. Okay, boom, I'm in. Yeah, DPS is easy. And then to you find. can be like, hey, no no mages or no warlocks. So before we got in on that, um, because it was a question I asked and I was just really interested in we the went answer off on a to that. Huge we did go off on a tangent. But it was all relatable. So it was like, relatable. It, it, I do yeah. want to continue on um let's continue on the history of how you got into World of Warcraft and why even to this day when when I see you log on, you're still playing while I'm obviously playing Hearthstone, which I get shit from everybody, not just you. Everybody's like, oh, you're still playing that stupid card game. Why, what has, what is it about World of Warcraft? I already know this answer, but what is it about World of Warcraft that still has your attention literally a decade later? Um, honestly, it's it's a lot of different things. I think the one thing you're expecting me to say is the story. Um, just because it's there's, a good, good there's, damn story. there's a lot of, like... Honestly, if you look at, like, I, I actually had, I had plenty of time to do this at, at my old job, but, like, I had, like, actually, no, I did this a couple years ago, but, like, I looked at every single race that you can possibly play, and all of them have, like, tons of problems. Mm-hmm. Like, they all have a bloody history, they have a lot of history in them, and then there's so much in-depth lore to them. Mm-hmm. It's not like one person's like, oh, yeah, we're totally fine, and we just wanted to join, whatever. It's like, nope, there's still, like... You look at, like, the Pandaren, for example, like, which everybody shits on because it's Kung Fu Panda. Kung Fu Panda. But it's like, yeah, but it's like, I don't think Jack Black coined, you know, that race. No, he didn't. Technically, Chen Stormstout was in long, like, he was in Warcraft 2 before Kung Fu Panda was probably even, like, a... But the timing of of Mop, Missa Pandera, and Kung Fu Panda coming out of the... That was horrible. It's fucking terrible timing. But at the same time, who knows? Maybe Jack Black's like, you know what? I was a Warcraft guy. I really loved Chance Stormstout, and I was like, well, why, don't we, "Why don't we do this movie?" I don't think Jack Black actually came up, but I think he was just the guy. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. anyways, I'm go sorry. ahead. Yeah, somebody go ahead. could have made that idea. But anyways, like, I mean, even though they're the the peaceful, you know, race that, and like, they're a different version, by the way, they're not connected with the original ones. They're the ones on the who escaped. Yeah, yeah. The, the, those. The pandas we see are we play are not the not the pandas well, a part Chen of comes from the wandering isle which is a turtle. Yeah. And then that's yes. I mean for him it's like he can sail off but it's like the mist that nobody knows what it is. The wandering isle is always moving. Yes, so yes. It's out of the mist so that's why he was able to make it to Kalimdor and everything. Yes. But that's but ultimately like you know with with the Bandaran like 
they're they're the peaceful race. They don't know so anything you, of conflict. You chose a Pandaren then? No. I'm, okay. I'm just saying that. I'm basically saying that all the races have bloodied history, and yes. I'm, I'm I'm advocating that even though the Pandaren are the peaceful race, yes. their history is really bloody because we find out that they were fighting the Mogu, they yep. were fighting the Mantid. Yeah. They were like so basically they were equally in as much issue as like the blood elves or the humans or the orcs so it's, it's basically there's no such thing as a as a race in that game that doesn't have a story exactly so that's what's interesting and also i just like that there's really not a clear-cut ending because like a lot of games it's like final boss that's it yes but it's like for us it's like final boss the expansion all right well just some i mean yeah there's downtime but there's plenty of shit to do. You can still raid. You can still do dungeons. It's not like you kill. You, it's not like you kill uh, fucking um, the Lich King. The Lich the, King, at, and it was over. Yeah, if you kill the Lich King at uh, at you know at Wrath of the Lich King, it's not like credits, and it's like <laughs> new game. Yeah. It's like no, it's not like that. It's yep. just literally you kill the Lich King. You can come back next week and kill him again if you want. You can do a bunch more dungeons. You can get some. You know, you can play some other content. Like there's. There's always something, always to, something do. to do. Yep. And that's what's that's what's great too. And then at top of that too, because it's an online content, you get to meet people from all over the world. I have a ton of friends from Australia because, you know, I just met them through random people and then I just we just clicked and then was able to, you know, to, to add them now with like battle.net and be able to talk to them really anytime. I have actually have a lot of them on Facebook just so I can contact them even if I'm on my downward swing where I don't have Blizzard uh, installed in my laptop. Mm-hmm. And I can be like, hey, man, how's it going? Good to see you. And like, now I know their birthday, so I can chat with them really anytime I want. So so the community of it is what kept you around as well. The community, the story, it's just a lot of different things. Like there's, like I said, there's always something to do in that game, whether it's in the game or just outside of the game. Yeah, true. Are you, now, as we know, there's so much, uh, they're the ones that really started achievements, even before Xbox or anything else. They have started the achievement whoring. Um, I'm going to ask you a couple questions rolled into one and I'll let you go from there. Are you an achievement whore? Are you a collector? What do you go after that's old content? What are some of the things that you, what are some of the things that you hunt after in that game? For example, you know, and we already talked about it, I'm a mount whore. I go after mounts. Well, you're just a whore in general. I am just kind of a whore in general. But my big thing is mounts. Um, I love mounts. I have I have mountain mounts. I have um, oh, that that throws me off every time. What's your thing that you do? What's your little guilty pleasure you do when you're not questing, when you're not grinding, or when you're not fighting or raiding? What are you doing? Well, yes, I am. A, I am a achievement whore. I'm whether it's in WoW or any other place. I'm an achievement whore. Uh, Ragbag can attest to that because like he'll. He's like, why are you doing this? Like, because I got to get the achievement, yep, bro. Yep, yep. And I was like, why? What is it the goes- reason? <laughs> but, like, um, I would say for me, my biggest thing, um, or the other questions, I'm sorry. Uh, I, no, no, really, that that's what it was. It, basically, I said, are you an achievement whore? Yes. And if so, what are the type of achievements you go after? And are there things in the, in the game you collect? Kind of one big okay. question. So, for me, I I typically like to collect with the, uh, the old content, like the old raids, um, mainly just for the sake of kind of like going back and kind of seeing those bosses, seeing the storyline told in those. Like, Old War is still one of my favorite raids. Oh my god, isn't that fun? It's it's a very beautiful raid. It's a lot of great storytelling and 
It's just it, it's just so much fun to do. Oh man! Um, and I would say it's kind of a mix. I would. It's a mix of collecting like you know old gear for transmog, especially now for transmog. Yeah. Um. You know, to collecting like some of the old sets and all and the variants of the sets that like. You know, technically we're like the Death Knight set, but they also had available for for plate. It just yep. wasn't the the tier set. You know what I mean? Like, yes. It was yeah. Like, it was named something like specific to the boss, but it was like it was the same thing. Same thing, color. but it allowed other classes to have it. So I basically I always like collecting those just because then it's like, hey, this is my new outfit today, and it's like, wow, dude. At idea. level one hundred, I walked in to a twenty five man Yog Saron by myself, and I was like, well, I'm level one hundred. You know. And I'm a shaman, and my artifact weapon is like I'm crazy. I forgot what artifact level I was then, but I'm like I'm gonna just smash Yogg on like I've smashed everything else. He got me caught up in his tentacles, yep. and I got stunned, murder, death, killed, and yep. it took forever because a lot of it missed. Yep. But I'm stunned. It took I took forever. It took forever, and I realized because my wife was there with me. If there's more than one person in there, it makes it worse. Yep. So you have to. Lo- I actually had to learn the fight mechanic. At level 100, fighting a level 80 boss. See, that's that's actually the funny thing, and that's actually why I love rating old content. Because like everybody, like you know, people like you, they they see that. Well, I am way above the 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 recommended raid level for this, so I should be able to walk out of the park. But it's like, yeah, but Blizzard knows that, so they have a lot of fail safes in their in their in their rating. Like that, it's like. This is how it was in the new content, and that doesn't change. Yep. So it's like the Flame Leviathan, the first boss in the game, like, you think, like, oh, I can just murder it, but it's like, that thing packs a huge punch, so that's why you need the, the, that's why you need all the, all the vehicles to, to tear it down. Yes, Black Rock Mountain. Okay, check this out. The very first boss. I'm level 100, and I'm like, boom, but that boss is a mechanic. Yep. So it doesn't matter what level you are. Well, like when I was when I was level ninety, and I went to uh, on on I can't say it. On AQ. AQ. Just AQ. AQ. Yeah, I was I was trying to be fancy and say the name, but yeah. honestly, I fucked that up. Yeah, but, it's okay. It well, would have been cool though if you had pulled that off. Like that's the thing. Is like I can hear the it. The two bosses, right? I, I, yeah, I can I can hear it, and I know how to say it. I just can't. Oh, are you about to talk I'm, about? I'm, the... I'm talking about Cthulhu here. So, oh, like, Cthulhu. Because like because like. I went through the entire ruins. I smacked everybody. Like you the, couldn't the, have the not the boss. ooze because the ooze is only frost damage. No, the ooze I couldn't take, but that's an optional boss. But like, yeah, that's the, true. Like the twins, it's like you just Ooh. you find you find the mage one and you nuke him down. He's done. Yep. And there you go. The, the game's over. But like it's it was one of those things where it's like, man, this is gonna be so easy. And then you get to Cthulhu, and there was five of us, mm-hmm. and nobody, of course, knew the mechanics. So what happens is that he swallows us whole. And then you die in there. And we all die. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck happened? Because I'm like, like, what the fuck? Like, that dude, like, okay, this boss is like a question mark level boss, but it's like, he's a level 60 raid boss. And I'm level 90. I'm pretty geared because I just got... And I, remember the I, game, I, the in the game, mobs take more damage the higher level you are. Yeah, and that's the thing is I looked like... That's what actually what one of my favorite parts about rating old content is that being like, I gotta study this shit because I want to sound like I know what I'm talking about, especially when I was like, because a lot of the times, and I still like to do this every now and then, I like to do pugs for like, hey, come get your mount for this because like I feel like a lot of people are like 
know, maybe they tried and when it was current content and then just kind of forgot about it. Like, yep. oh, well, it's never going to happen. But it's like, if there's somebody that's like, hey, I will help you get your mount. Just come with us. Have some fun. You can get some cool shit at the end of it. But, yep. like, because it's a win-win because, like, I, like, for example, I was raiding Ulduar for the Legendary Hammer. Because, like, I was, like, I, I said armor, but actually, in reality, one of the biggest things I was always trying to hunt for in raids is the Legendaries. Yep. So, like, I have the, I have, uh... Don't tell me you have the Warblades. I, I have half of them. Oh, my God. You have one of them? I have, I have one of them on my Paladin, which is, like, it doesn't mean anything because I can't equip them. But, like, the goal is I want to try to get that second one, and I message a, mo- like, a, a GM, like, hey, man, I have them. I really love this game. Can I just get, a, can I get a proof that I, I collected this? Yeah, I see Because I'm sure saying. they're like, okay, you do have them. It's just you can't equip them. So, sure, we got you. And then so that your, like, clothware can... Or anyone using swords, really. Warriors, uh, rogues. Rogues, yeah. Hunters. Hunters. Hunters for a spell could, but not anymore, I don't think. Um, But anyways, uh, it was... So, basically, it was one of those things where... I love love going through the... uh, Getting the legendaries. So, like, I have uh, Sulfuras, like, from Molten Core. I have the uh, the Hammer from Ulduar. I have uh, Shadowmorn. I have a lot of them. Um, and obviously, I'll. How can you have Shadowmorn? Because I rated ICC. Shadowmorn isn't in the game. Uh, yeah, that sword is. is not in the game. They've even Frost, said Frostmorn. Oh, Frostmorn. Shadowmorn is the axe, the counter. Oh, you're right. Okay, never mind. My bad. Uh, My bad. Right. Dude, right. do you have M? Um, Infinite. What's it? Do you have uh, the mount for him? Do you have his mount? No, Inf- I don't. I don't have Infinity. Infinity is it Invincible? Infin- Invincible. Yeah, you don't have Invincible. I don't have Invincible. But that's kind of one of the other things to, that I like to go into the raids. Is like, you know, hey, let's go into a group as a team and let's you know have a shot at doing this because it's just fun. Because it's kind of like the idea of if you go with friends, it's like, oh shit, we saw him. It's like, oh man, that's really cool that he got that. Because like some people are like, oh, that's all me. Like fuck you. Like I'm, I'm hitting for myself. It's like upgrade. But it's like. Are you gonna have fun if you play by yourself, or are you gonna have fun just like talking shit with somebody? It's like, hey, look at you, you fell in the fire, you fucking asshole. That's the situation I'm in right now. I have done everything needed to do in Firelands except for Neil, and you have to have three people on each orb, and they have to they have to press the orb at the same time in order yep. to get this achievement done, so I can get my plague hawk. Yep. And I'm one achievement away, and it's been years, and I'm I can't. I'm in the same boat. That's the only achievement I need. Man, we you and should I've, switch servers. You should switch servers. You, you should see. Then this is a common issue here too. You should switch servers because how many people are Dark, on your guild? In my guild? Yeah, in your guild. I I, I don't I know I'm in Dark Spear, which is one of the most popular servers in the world. I'm in Blood Scout, which is Dark Dark Spear has like like Leroy Jenkins. Dark Spear has some of the most. You know what Blood Scout has? I don't know what AC you fucking AC fucking Riley, yeah. yeah. Speaking, okay, so speaking of fucking up and raid mechanics, so I made it all the way through to Deathwing, and I'm like, well, I'm just going to kick Deathwing's ass, and I kept getting eyes. We all know it doesn't matter how, what level you are. If you fall, you fall. Yep. I was beating, punching things. All of a sudden, Deathwing rolls. Yep. I fall off. I'm like, what the fuck? So this is what I did. In order to get Deathwing to stop rolling, I put a training dummy on one end, because <laughs> I'm an um, engineer. Oh, sure. I put a training dummy on one end while I worked the other end. You know how you work his scales yeah. and so on, and the, the tentacles that come up? That's how I beat that. Like, I actually had to use a mechanic. I think I told... I think I just basically told everybody to stay in the middle. 
and then it's like, all right, two people go. Does he not flip if you stay in the middle? You, yeah, he it's technically, if you're on the left hand side, it's like, oh, you're there. I'm gonna roll. But if you're in the middle, technically, he doesn't realize you're there. Do you have the barrel roll achievement? Yep. Oh, nice. I have, uh, yeah, I have pretty much all the dragon Do the barrel roll. So, That's all I need left, though, is the mount that drops off of him, and then I'll be done with the dragon mounts. What one is that again? I forgot. I just know he drops them out, and I need it. Yeah. But, like, and that's, for me, it's, like, I, I love doing the mechanics because, like I said, I went in, like, to a boss that I was 30 years, uh, 30 levels over, and he beat me because it's, like, oh, hey, everybody's in my stomach, everybody dies. Yep. And yep. It's, like, motherfucker. And then, because that's why, because everybody, like, anytime I'm, like, hey, we're, you know, going to ICC, you know, look, you know, 10 people. I was like, well, you can knock that out in two, like, with two people. It's like, you probably could, but it's not going to be as fun. Also, you guys are fucking stupid, and you're going to get killed. And it's like, and also, if you think about it, if you have ten people that are really geared facing the Ledge King, he's not going to be able to send anybody He's not going to be able to send you off the ledge, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because especially, like, one of the achievements, you literally have to stack, like... 30. 30 plague. Yeah, you have to stack 30 necrotic plague. Yep. And you have to sit there... Yep. So you have to basically do survive. This. You have to survive thirty stacks. And don't forget, and die. your and DPS eventually will kill him. Which yep. will then, so you have to actually control your DPS. Yep. So basically, for me, it was like, hey, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get the plague. I'm gonna stand here. Somebody grab them. Stand at the stairs, grease. right? So you, when you get shot, no, you they don't. Sta- they stand on the other side. I stood at the stairs, so when he does it, I, I shoot they, up at they, the stairs. They stood at the far end, and then we had. Uh, we had the necrotic plague. I sold I sold it, so I had to do it that way. You keep interrupting me. I am. I thought sorry. I was the guest. So go ahead. Go ahead. Terrible. We're in a conversation, and I kind of forgot. Go ahead. We're in a conversation that you keep over talking. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. So the necrotic plague people would always be by the stairs because that's where all the summons would come in. Mm-hmm. So you pull them in, and then get the stacks, move out, get cleansed. And it was a constant process. It's like finally, good. We got thirty. Blow them up. And that's the thing. You can blow somebody up a lot quicker when there's, like, 20 people opposed to one person. Oh, then, yeah. Because that's the thing. You can nuke them down, but you're still getting your ass kicked, and you don't have anybody to help you out. So. Oh, that raid. Oh, that gave me headaches trying to solo that. That gave me headaches. Um, Another thing about that raid, if you try and solo it, when you're on the ships, it bugs out sometimes. Yeah. Because if you can blow up the other ship so fast, it doesn't bring the captain over. Yep. So sometimes you have to just leave, come back, leave, come back, and hope that it works. And that's one of the mechanics too. Is like you can you can really only beat that game with the guns. Mm-hmm. And if they're frozen, what do you do? Sucks. Yep. So that happens. So and and again, it's nice to have three people on a cannon and two people to jump over. Then one. Then person just one person exactly. Yep. So what is out of everything you have done and what's what's your most what's your what's the raid that you can honestly say was the most fun for you the raid that really resonated with you the raid that you can go fuck man that was fun i i wish i could do that again at that level again i think probably i think probably siege of Orgrimmar. really because this is at the point when I want to say I was for sure top 10 tank in the server because like I was like the most geared and I had the most success rate because or one of I won't say the most success rate and also say top 10 in the same sentence but like I think like when you like went online you looked at like the server best of like who's the best
best guilds, who was the best whatever. I think I was for sure one of the top 10 tanks in the server. My guild was one of the top five because we had the most uh, progression and heroic, or at least like close to the best. Like we weren't world, f we weren't server first, but we were uh, we were getting there. Mm -hmm. And we eventually beat the beat it heroic, but we weren't the first one, like I said. Mm -hmm. So it was nice to be able to like, man, like I'm a fucking badass, and like look at all these like other guild people. They're they're also the best of their of their class, of their spec, and all that shit. So it was like it was cool to see like a bunch of the big leagues in the top ten of, of our groups, and then also just like it was a lot of learning. It was a lot of you know, yeah, it was a weekly thing to kind of learn how to get better and everything. It was. It was a really good grind, and like it was like I I miss those days because I d I can't really say I've had a guild like that ever since uh, MLP because mm -hmm. after like when when Warlords came out, everybody that was in my group like either they quit or they transferred or they had personal stuff come up and they just walked away from the game. So unfortunately, it was like my my core group was gone, and then I went to join a server in. Uh, uh, what was it? It would have been Storm Reaver because my group, uh, a group of my real life friends, like, hey, we're going to Storm Reaver. We're gonna go raid there. So if you want to join us, oh, okay, cool, cool, awesome. So I do that, and then it's like, oh yeah, we're gonna raid on a day that like you're not available to do. Also, we're gonna shut down. Like, oh man. So basically, I was in Storm Reaver for basically a year by myself, and I'm like, fuck this shit. And then after like, and then. I basically just played Warlords to finish up the, the story. Yeah. Like, I mean, I quested it when it when it came out, and I got to the max level. Yeah. And then I kind of stopped playing uh, during the, some of the expansions. Um, and then, you know, I did the exact same thing with Legion. I was like, I played up to 110. So to answer the question, it would be the Siege and Orgrimmar. Yep. The Siege and Orgrimmar. Okay. Just wanted to make that clear. Yeah, sorry. I, yeah, no, it's okay. I, I answered your question that I basically kept building on. No, right? yep, yep, yep. But built it, off was, of it. it was one of those things where, like, eventually I got so sick of being Storm Reaver. It's like, hey, I'm going to just see if there's people in Blood Scalp again. And then I messaged everybody. Like I said, I have them all, pretty much all on Facebook. And you guys are Alliance, though, right? No, we're Horde. Oh, thank God. I don't want to be Alliance. So, basically, we, uh, I, I just messaged, like, hey, are you still playing? What are you doing here? Blah, blah, blah. And then... They were in all the same boats, like, you know, we really haven't done much because there's really nobody to play with. Like, well, fuck, I'm going to come back and hopefully we can tear it up again. And now it's like, like five of us are in our own guild and we have all our alternate and like, we're trying to like, you know, get more people to come back and everything like that. But it's a slow work in progress, but it's, it's just nice because we always had the most fun when we PVP'd and when we uh, did old content. Because, oh yeah. Like, Cause like we can do new content on our own. Like, we can join groups and, like, we can work together, but it's not like we have to be the group that raids and gets stressed yep, out about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, ultimately, it's like, well, that group kind of sucks, but at least I have my core group and uh, we're I was, have fun. I today. was in that one, too. Greek Legion on Darkspear. They're known very well for their raiding, and it was, it was kind of, it felt like a job at times. You had to be there at a specific time, an hour early. You had to be, like, oh, it was... It was, it was, you had to have so many um, heroics in, in a week so that, you know, they knew you were active. It got a little crazy. Yeah. So, and that's when it goes from being fun to being a tedious job. and a job. And that's not fun at all. Um, so, do you like to troll people at all in the game? Uh, it depends on how much I've had to drink. 
<laughs> and it depends on who in my group is joining in. Okay. Um, I'm I'm never going to instigate a troll. Okay. But like for example, if it's like uh, if it's on trade chat. And somebody is, like, talking about something. Anal, and they'll link something. And then I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. And then it's, like, anal judgment. Anal judgment, or Or anal thunder fist, thunder, you know, the thunder thunder, thunder, solar. Thunder thunder fury. Thunder fury that everyone links. Yeah, so it's like, like, I always like to just, like, just not necessarily, uh, I don't necessarily instigate it, but I like to just be part of it. And then if it's like a bunch of my friends are like also trolling, I was just like, ah, sure, I'll, I'm, I'm, I'm just waiting to queue up and then I'll type something. So I have something to confess. I'm the guy in trade chat, <laughs> in trade chat, who after Game of Thrones goes in and tells people who died. I'm not surprised. <laughs> What's funny is I'm not surprised that someone that reported me. <laughs> there were people who were like, dude, I have that on DVR. I'm like, guys, it's Sunday. It's like, why aren't you watching it? Like, people would get so mad. Someone reported me, I think it was harassment or something. Sure. And it was like, they can't do anything about it. No spoilers aren't, they don't say don't give spoilers. Yeah. But like, right after Game of Thrones, I would go in there and I would say, like, the Red Wedding. I gave away the Red Wedding. I was like, oh, guys, by the way, so-and-so, everyone gets murdered. They're like, dude, I swear to God. I swear to God. Yeah. I have a lot of fun in trade chat. You're a real son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, when Jon Snow died, oh, I was on top of that. Jon Snow's dead. They're like, no, he's not. Yep, Jon Snow got murdered to death. Uh, Then when he came back alive, like, I, everything I can. But someone did that to me once, and it pissed me off, to WWE. I had not watched a pay-per-view. And I missed the pay-per-view. And, you know, I was just going to watch it the next day. So I was in there, and I was watching it. And they were like, oh, yeah, by the way, Jinder Mahal is actually the champion. And I was like, you mother... Oh, my... And I couldn't say anything because I've done it myself. But I immediately slashed log out. And then just went downstairs and and watched it. Yeah. I wanted to wait to watch it. But when they... I was like, there's no way Jinder Mahal is the champ. Yeah. There's no... Yeah, so so I, I got a taste of my own medicine. Yeah, karma's a bitch, they say. Yeah, it is. So, now that we see that World of Warcraft clearly is... Uh, a game that you absolutely love. You are clearly really good at it. You know what you're doing. You love. I would say I'm really good at it. Okay. I, I, I would say I know enough to stay relevant. You can hold. Yeah. You can hold your own. Yeah. Okay. Um. Explain to me now. We know. I know Ragbag. I know his reasons, but I don't know yours. What is your reasoning behind playing Minecraft still? What's your reasoning behind you? Your a point of view of you two playing Minecraft and the fun you have and why Ragbag's a little bitch and you're tough and like let's go fight stuff um help me understand why does why are you play that game honestly I think it's the same thing with World of Warcraft where it's just like there's no end there's no end goal it's like yeah sure there's like things you can do like you can kill an enderman you can kill an ender dragon you can dude i was so proud of you yeah i just have to go ahead i'm sorry for interrupting you it's one of those things where it's like there's no it's not like it's like you do this like okay here are the credits it's all over yay the game's over it's like no are you kidding me there's so much shit to to do and it's like i think i think just the nice thing about that game is that they're just there's plenty stuff to do and there's no like mission it's not like go do this it's just Hey, man, what do you want to do? You can do it. And so what's this thing that I hear Ragbag talking about all the time? Is there any way we can turn this heat down a little bit, just to low? Sure. 
because my balls are sweating. Hello, there we go. Um, so what is he talking about? You guys made a, a glass bat cave or something? Yeah. So basically, we uh, we we pretty much uh, melted a bunch of sand into glass, and then pretty much what we did is we hollowed out this entire cave. So it's just a hole, and then we put uh, basically we replaced the floor with glass. So then, if you if you walked over it, you'd be able to see the bad cave in all its glory. Oh, that's cool. But it was like it basically it was like a glass house black cave, uh, bad cave. Bad cave. So that that's actually really cool. Um, and that obviously took what hours, weeks? It, it took a while. It, a couple hours. It for sure didn't take a couple weeks. A couple weeks. Okay. Um, and you two play on uh, YouTube Live. You two play. How many times you've done twice now? Done twice now. Twice now, and third episode is a new world because Ragbag's an idiot. Oh, that episode isn't up. Wait, oh my God, he deleted a world you guys did. The second, the second episode's up, uh, but it got cut prematurely, which sucks because we actually had a subscriber like live chatting with us, and all of a sudden, like I just see like, oh, the the live feed's not working anymore. What's going on? And then I see you got kicked out. Of, you got kicked by the host. Ragbag's offline. You're the party leader. I'm like. <laughs> What the fuck happened? <laughs> and then I get a text from him. I was like, yeah, I kicked the power strip. My bad. <laughs> and then, like, finally gets back online. He tries to he tries to log in, and then it said uh, the file was corrupted. Oh, no. So I was just like, like, he was just like, hey, man, like, do you want to do another? You were like, no, I'm going to fucking I was like, Facebook drunk live with Isaac. He was like, man, it is, <laughs> it is 1130. We, went, we spent like two hours in that game only to have it come to nothing. We killed three Endermen that day. Did you really? That would have been a great one to watch. It's on there. I'm, I'm saying it's still on there. Oh, it's still on there? Okay. Like the, the episode's still on there. It's just the fact that, like, there's, like, you no, know, there's no record of that. I don't have any eyes of Ender anymore. You don't, oh, no, I see what you're saying. So, so, but now we have to start a new world, which is, like, will be the episode three. It'll just be a... It'll literally be a whole new world, like fucking. A Latin. whole new world. Sings that song. Uh, from um, isn't that fantastic point of view? Is that Aladdin? Yeah, let's keep it that way. Oh. <laughs> Damn it, you got me. You know what? Why don't we? We should put a commercial right here. Sure, let's do that. Are you um? You're the guy editing this, right? I am the guy editing. So I okay. I'm not asking you. I'm asking the Riley, who's now shaking his head, going, "Isaac, you are such a fucking nerd." I'm asking that Riley to to put a commercial right here. So Jesse, apparently we have to make a promo for our podcast, but I'm not exactly sure what we're supposed to say. Oh come on, Nick! We just gotta talk about Grapple Talk, where we talk about wrestling. It doesn't matter if it's the national stuff or the local stuff. That's true. I mean, regardless if it's WWE or our Spotlight in the Squared Circle segment, where we highlight local talent, we cover it all. Oh, we also gotta plug the social media. That's right. Facebook.com/slash The Grapple Talk, and you can follow us on Twitter at The Grapple Talk. Man, that was a really good promo. That was high five. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, so I'll take my eggs over easy, and I'll take my pod. Podcast, Deach and Dash. That's right, the Deach and Dash podcast hosted by me, Gorgeous Jordy Lee, available via the Grapple Talk Network. It's about to get weird. We're going to talk some wrestling, maybe, some life, probably, and definitely going to ask whether you prefer ketchup or mustard. Catch us via the Grapple Talk Network and wherever iPods are available to you. iPods or podcasts? God, I'm the worst. And we're back! What, what commercial do you think you played? 
I don't know. You don't know? Something about something. Something about something? Okay, so in this part, we're getting uh, closer here towards towards the end. What I want to know is, now you, you, I want, you know, I see your games, I see the games you play. What currently are you playing right now? Currently right now, I am, like, uh, I'm playing World of Warcraft on occasion just to, because the Hall's End uh, season is oh, going on. Oh, 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 so oh, I'm, oh. I'm trying to get the mount, and I guarantee I'm not going to get it. Don't, don't be that way. Yeah, well, at the same time, I also said I guaranteed I was going to get the Ashes of Lair, and I got the Ashes oh. of Lair, so. It was like, nah, you know, sure, I'll kill the boss and it won't drop. That's fine, it's cool. And then it's like, National Blair is like, mother. Did you pop, like, like, did you just lose your mind when that dropped? Oddly enough, I didn't lose my mind as much as a lot of people lost, lost their mind when I, when I, because like, I've shared a lot of people's like, hey, look at this mountain guy. It's like, you son of a bitch. Because <laughs> you play it off like it's but, nothing. But I'm kind of like, it's like, honestly, like, this is a cool mount, but like, I always like the, like, I like the stuff that works on the ground and in the air. Yes, I see like what you're saying. Is like if you're if you're on the ground, it's it just flaps its wings. wings. Like, yeah. Oh no no wait, we got off track. What are you playing now? Okay, so I'm playing WoW. Um, like I said for the for the mount. Um, but right now I am, I just finished Last of Us. I saw and that. And I am now working on Assassin's Creed Syndicate. So. I saw that. So tell me, Assassin's Creed Syndicate. I have it. Is it as good as Black Flag? Black Flag was so much fun. Black Flag is a lot of fun. Um, I like I like Syndicate because again I like I like kind of seeing like you know history adapted in the world of like the assassins and the Templars because like technically all the care all the all the characters or at least all the iconic characters are they're true mm-hmm. but it's like did they really meet you know a, you know twin assassins that helped them with their did Charles Darwin meet twin assassins that helped him with uh, his theory of evolution, probably not. But it's kind of did Christopher Columbus actually have the apple with him? Exactly. But it's like it's the idea to be like, you know what? You weren't there. I wasn't there. Maybe it did happen, right? But it's just like it. That's the thing. It's like they they say it's like you know it's it's fictional. We just added these people because they were in this timeline that we're working on because Assassin's Creed Syndicate is set in London in, in the mid 1800s in the middle of the Industrial Re- Revolution. Revolution yeah. So you got like Charles Dickens, Charles Darwin, Florence Nightingale. You have uh, Jack the Ripper around. Whoa! Uh, are you solving his crimes or? Uh, that's that's the DLC that I'm waiting to finish after the main storyline. Okay, okay. But like you have them, you have uh, you have Arthur Conan Doyle. Um, you have um, who else? Who are some other? I can't. You have uh, Alexander Graham Bell. Oh my god! So there's like there's a lot of like. like are you seeing electricity at all then? Yeah, like this is this is around when like Tesla and uh, electricity was around, all that stuff. So okay, there's there like it, it's it's really cool to do because like you see all these people and like they're kind of helping you in their mission because it's kind of like a mutual factor. Mm-hmm. But it's it's just the it's just the the idea of. You're getting to go into like historical London or historical Whitechapel or whatever, and do all the stuff in the game and the storyline. But it's also kind of like cool that I'm I'm fucking hanging out with Charles Darwin right now. Or That's cool. I'm I'm doing a mission with Charles Dickens where he's the the leader of the Ghost Club, and it's like okay. So, um, two part question. Uh, first, we'll start with first. Uh, Assassin's Creed um, Origins. That looks awesome. Yeah. What do you like? One, they're pumping these games out really fast. I have a hard time keeping up up with them. But it seems like the quality of the games are really good. So, two-part question. What do you think of Assassin's Creed Origins? And why do you think they t- 
took out the sailing in Black Flag because that was so much fun. I think I think a lot of it with, with the sailing is that I think they wanted to make that. I think they wanted that to be unique to that game. To that, oh, okay, I see. Because what you're it's saying. like, I mean, in reality, you can only leap of faith so many times before you're like, okay, I get it. I'm, <laughs> I'm jumping off. A, I'm jumping off a tall building, landing in the haystack. No bones broken, whatever. Which would kill you. It would. I'm just regardless. Saying, I'm just saying, do not climb to the top of the Empire State Building and land in the haystack because I assure you, you are not walking. You know what will be funny is if at this moment I could just see Ragbag doing it, going, "Oh shit, <laughs> mother!" I was just about to do this. But like, I mean, I'm just kind of like, I'm like, okay, that is literally a leap of faith. It's called, yeah. Because you're like, I could die. But yeah. It's like, oh yeah, that's fine. Uh, I'm all good. And they pulled it off well in the movie. Yeah, because, well, they shot it three different times. They did? Yeah, so they, they didn't want to CGI the, the leap of faith because they knew how shitty that was going to look. Okay. So they did a dive from a couple feet, and then they did a dive from a higher distance, and then they did a giant dive. So then they sync that all together. So you see them dive at the highest point, and then you see them come down from the middle point, and then you see them come land at the lowest point. It looked real as hell. It looks flawless because it was filmed in real time, just sync together to make it look like a very giant drop. God, that was so amazing. Because that's the thing is that if he jumps in from a long drop and has that safety net, you're gonna kind of see that with the yep. with the, with the uh, special effects. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing; it was a lot better than just CGI. Like, oh, I'm jumping into nothing, and it's like, wow, that looks so fucking fake. So, okay, now th- you answered that well with Black Flag. That was their thing, and and by the way, that game still a lot of people play that game. Thousands that's of still people pro- still play. Yeah, a lot of people argue that's probably one of the best games of the franchise. One of my favorites, um, especially that they deal with slavery, and then like that, you know what I mean? That alone, I love, and he got his chance yep. as well to have a, a game. I loved it. What I will say... There's actually a uh, reference to uh, Assassin's Creed uh, Black Flag and Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Is there really? Yeah, because, like, Edward is actually from London. Uh-huh. And, and everything. So they actually tie him in to the next game because oh. technically it's a continuation. So, I mean, in reality, even though the timeline is changing and you're always jumping to Assassin to Assassin, mm-hmm. technically this stuff happened in history. So, Ed, so, yeah. so Edward had already done his stuff as a pirate. He had already become, you know, he had already gotten his manner, and he had been killed and everything. So that already happened in history. So obviously they would know it's like, oh, this is the house of Edward Keeney, the the well known assassin pirate. Yeah, and so like they tie him into the storyline as they as they search for their piece of Eden. So, so um, that's all I'll tell you. Thank you, thank you for now. Okay, now. Has the production value of these games, do you feel, gone down? Because I haven't got past Black Flag. Um, and I have a, a pile of these games to play. Is it still as good or with it? Because I feel like it'll be not as much to do without the ship. Like, is it? Is it still... I think, I, I think there's plenty of stuff to do. Like, in Syndicate, you can... Uh, you can you can do uh, dreadful crimes, which basically you get to solve murder mysteries. Like you get to use eagle vision to examine clues and interrogate suspects. And you have to accuse the correct suspect, otherwise you don't get the bonus. And that's cool. Like that. That's cool. Because because basically uh, you have you have uh, Henry Raymond who's writing his Penny Dreadfuls. Mm-hmm. You know which were you know the you know those like. You know, cro- you know, crime drama stories. Yes, yep. And he's like this famous writer, and then that's where Arthur Conan Doyle comes in because he was the 
he was the young assistant and everything. So like he was kind of the the protege. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know that's a that's a great storyline in itself. All the dreadful crime stuff because it, it escalates and be like to tying everything together is like holy fuck. Do you still have to sync memories correctly? Uh, I think now it's 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 basically if you do the bonus objects, then the memories hundred percent synced. But as long as you complete the mission, that's the that's the important. That's thing. the okay, okay. So it's like if you don't do the bonus objectives, it will be like eighty percent complete of this memory. But it's like the memory's done. Do you achievement horror those games? I have a buddy named LPC who achievement horrors. Oh, I need to have him. Oh my god, I'm gonna have him on the show. There you go. He achievement horrors every game. He has more platinums than anyone on my friends list. Yeah, I'm I, gonna get him on the show. Go ahead. Do yeah, you achievement horror? I try to, um, but as long as it's. It's one of those things, especially with Assassin's Creed. It's like some of the stuff. It's like I might not be able to attain. I'm like, eh, whatever. Like it depends on how much time I really want to invest because I I have so many Assassin's Creed games I still need to finish. Yeah, me too. So it's like it's kind of like, do I really want to spend all this time to get platinum when I need to work on this other stuff? And so that that's my original question. Do you think that there's that they're missing or any? Do you think anything is missing because they're pumping out these games so fast? Or do or, or do the other because you're on Syndicate. I'm not. Does it feel just as good as Black Flag? I think it feels just as good. I feel like the graphics are very realistic. I mean, um, I, I feel it's very immersive because that the, it seems more lifelike. Um, just and the storyline's great telling. There's a lot of it's 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 basically showing the Industrial Revolution and why the Templars are benefiting so well. And then you have like two young twin assassins that. You know, you have the one, the calm and collective one, and you have the the young and abrasive one. Mm-hmm. So it's like a perfect combination. So it's great storytelling, and it's a lot of great options. Like you know, to to, to complete that final boss of the sequence, you have to like you have different options of don't how, give away too much how to do the assassination. Uh-huh. I won't say how. I'm just saying there's okay. three different objectives. You can be like, oh, you can do this. You can do this for another possible. You can do it for uh-huh. a unique way to kill them. Uh, you can blend in, like, whatever. Like, I'm not saying how you do it. Okay, but, okay, yeah, But yeah. it's like, you go in, it's like, all right, here's your target. And it's like, it's like, whoa, here's this guy. He's really pissed. Well, maybe you can talk with him. Or it's like, oh, man, this guy's fucking nuts. You got to put him down, too. And it's like, <laughs> you know. so, so it turns into just, oh, shoot, we got to kill more than one person yeah, here. Yeah, so it's kind of like, there's different ways to get your mission across. But, like, I mean, either way, as long as the target's dead, the target's dead. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of cool because, like, I remember, like, the first uh, the first Assassin's Creed, it was just kill the target. Yep. It but just, the game was still good, though. Like, the game's still good, but it was, like, it was just basically, all right, cool, here's your target. Find a way to get to him. Okay. But now it's, like, here are different ways to get to him. Choose which one you want to do. And for me, I always choose the unique kill opportunities because I feel like it's, like, all right, cool, so how can I blend in? And that is my most favorite thing yeah. is how can I blend in to where I can just walk up, just prison shank real quick and go. Yeah. That's one of my biggest things. So for me, it's like, I, I just love the opportunity of like, oh, here's this guy acting like everything's normal. It's like, oh, wait a minute. Dead. All right. So what's my, uh, I forgot. Oh no, you guys don't live together anymore. I was going to ask you, what's my co-host Ragback playing right now? Evil, dude, are I, I you gonna watch? I know he's playing Persona Five because I see him. Walk Persona out. Five, yeah, but do you think he's gonna do his YouTube? Uh, you think he's gonna do Evil Within? I don't know. That'd be cool. I don't even know if he played the first one. I think he was playing part of it, and I don't know if he ever finished the first one. Oh, he needs to do his YouTube Evil Within. Yeah. 
Well, he's working on till dawn right now, and that's 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 pretty interesting. So that game is yeah, that game's a nope for me. And it's it's a it's a good game because it's very immersive. Yes, because it's it does actually seem like it's a you know a a horror flick. Yes, because it's very much a bunch of teenagers. They get involved with a with some killer, and it's very realistic graphics because it's. I think it's like I think honestly, it's probably one of those games that was part of the the revolution of. Uh, doing face molding. Yep, yep. You have uh, Hayden uh, Penetier. Yep, yep. Like so, she's like one of the main people. There's there's another guy that's in that. I know I've seen him in other movies. I don't know where from. Like I don't know his actual name. Um, I, I he he reminds me of the guy that's playing Firestorm right now in DC Legends of Tomorrow. And it might be him. Um, I'm not sure. I know I know his face from the game. I just I can't place him anywhere else. Okay, I'm gonna do since I've already done. Um, I've already done what if you're the only person in the world. You've already answered that. I have already done that. You've already done so I'm going to do a different one. I'm going to do word association and then just kind of go with me here, all right? Sure. Sephiroth. Sephiroth. But go, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Fuck, I don't know. Final Fantasy? Final Fantasy? I don't know why. I was thinking that, yeah, well, he's this Final Fantasy VII boss. I was thinking destruction, murder. All right, uh, let's go with Warhammer, 40k. Paladin, I don't know. Paladin, okay, okay. I just, I just see the dudes with the big ass hammers, yeah, big yep. ass armor. And it's yep, like, yep. I see, a, I see a paladin in World of Warcraft. I'm like, all right. Grinding. Grinding. Mm-hmm. Painful. <laughs> so true. Grinding is so painful. So, so painful. Achievement. Horror. <laughs> Achievement horror. <laughs> Queuing. Fucking bathroom break. <laughs> is it that long now? Is it doesn't get a, that long? Is DPS? Yeah. Like if you're if you're a tank or a healer, sure. You get you, on right away. But it's like if you're a DPS, it's like 15 av- 20. Average queue time 17 minutes. 17 minutes past average queue time 20 minutes. Oh my god. So it's like, all right, cool. I and mean, then it's like the worst part about it is like if you go to the bathroom, that it's like what if what if it pops? All right, here we go. Revered. Revered. Not quite exalted yet. Not, not Revered. Quite. More grinding. <laughs> More grinding. All right, here we go. Last one. Yogg-Saron. Uh, fun boss. Fun boss. Fun I, boss. I enjoyed Yogg-Saron. Yeah. I, I enjoyed the different... Uh, the different sequences you get to see like there's actually achievement if you go through all three and like there's uh the assassination of king lane there's the uh the forging of the demon soul and what's the third one um oh the uh the breaking of uh Bul- bulvar mm-hmm. and i like that he, he's very uh he's very foreshadowing because like you got to remember too like Bulvar was the was a raid before icc yep so if you're playing that and you see it's like no king rules forever. Only death is eternal. He says that, mm-hmm. and it's like, sure enough, when you kill the Lich King, yep. his father is like, "No king rules forever, my son." Yep. And it's like, man, fucking Yogg-Saron, he was right. Like, yep. You know that's what happens when you're the god of death. You know everything. Yep. What's funny is that's not a spoiler, fuckers, because this has been out for like eight years. So yeah, deal with well, it. It's not a spoiler. I'm I'm just saying, like for for three point two, it was a spoiler or a foreshadow, I guess. 
Yeah, that's actually a good point. A foreshadow. Okay, um, where are we at here? So, thank you very much for being on Regular Guy Gaming. I really appreciate it. I wanted to get you back on. I would have rather have had you here with Ragbag. Sure. Because he knows you much better than me, and he would have been able to ask better leading questions. Well, that's the thing, too, is that if you want to talk about WoW, he's played WoW for all of... I think he got to level 10 once, and he's just like... I'm oh, not. so then we did just fine, then. Yeah. Okay. He, like, rag, Ragbag, like, he tried it just for the sake of trying it. Because, like, I think he did the uh, the demo to level 20. Yeah. And it, it was just one of those things where it's like, uh, I don't really I don't really know if I really want to invest in this. Because, like, I was trying to get him to play with uh, me and my trainer and stuff like that as well. And it was, uh-huh. he was just like, meh. I forgot to ask, uh, what's your favorite uh, Battleground PvP? Battleground? Yeah. Uh, I haven't played PvP in so long. Oh, okay. Like, the, okay. Like, if I if I saw it, I would know know exactly what it is. Um, is there is it? Are there carts you're pushing? No. Um, um, Aerithy Basin. We have to hold the points. Except for not Aerithy Basin, because I know that uh, Blood Scalp sucks as Horde on Aerithy Basin. Yeah. Um, but I know Warsong Gulch is mine. Whatever. I can't. I, uh, is it one where there's a flag in the middle and there's other bases around it? I know there's a, like a giant like creek in the middle. There's like a giant house where one of the one of the flags is on the other side. There's another flag. Oh, that's um um that's the same thing as uh it's the other version of of uh, Warsong Gulch. It is uh, Warsong Valley. I think it might be. I think I think that's probably. Yeah, one of that one is really fun because that water really slows you down. Yeah. All right. Well, I got, like like I was saying, uh, thank you for being on the show. I really appreciate it. I wanted to get you on to talk about World of Warcraft. It's not every day I get to talk about World, World of Warcraft this much with somebody, especially this deep, and understands as much as you do because you've been in there as long as me. You've done the grinding like I have. You've done it, you've done it all, and you also are very good at it. So thank you for being on the show. It was really awesome. Did you have a good time? I had a blast. All right, this is... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, plug. Plug stuff. Oh, yeah, sure. So, follow me on uh, AC Riley WI on Facebook. You can follow me at Wrong Alex Riley on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, PSN. Um, I I want to say my battle.net tag is Cyridul. Oh, that's good. C-Y-R-E-D-U-A-L-1274. I mean, ultimately, if you ask me for my battle.net tag, I'm going to give it to you because I need more people. Get more people but out actually, there. actually, really quick, Cyrodiil, what does that mean? Uh, in Elf, it means Holy Warrior. Yep. I literally researched Elven language to figure out... He's talking about, right now, you're talking about um, El- um, Elder Scrolls. No, I'm talking about WoW. Oh, I'm sorry, Elder Okay, go ahead. No, my bad. In, in WoW, my, my main is a Blood Elf Paladin. So, in Elvish, I found Holy Warrior, and that became Cyrodiil. You learn, okay, because El, there's also Elvish language, and... Yep. And I can just, just Google search Elvish language. And oh, that, okay, there you go. So, that's what I did, because One I was like, looking for the name, and I'm like, alright, cool. That's what I try to do with all my tunes, like, so I tried to find, like, for a troll, I try to find, like, Mayan language, or, like... Shit, I should ask that question, too, like, what's the history... Fuck it, I'm gonna ask it. What's the history behind your, your characters, your mains? history but like what do you mean give me real quick and then fuck it we'll just redo the ending what's your what's your um like uh, your main do you have a, i know everyone has alts but do you have a main or do you mainly alt around 
I have a main, uh, it's a Blood Elf Paladin, it's 110, it's epic right now, epic gear. Uh, Ashbringer is my main artifact, I have Truth Guard for my tank. I have all the artifacts for the Paladin, because I, I, I love... Damn, that's a lot of work. I love lore, and I love grinding, and it's all fun. Um, what's the what's the lore behind your character? What do you mean? Well, what's what's the lore behind their names? Like you started already. What's the other ones? Oh, so that, that's really interesting. Well, I have uh, let's see. I have a I have a Draenei Paladin because I wanted to I wanted to have I wanted to keep tabs on the alliance a little bit. So like I I, I there's some of the stuff like I did the beta for Legion and I really love the alliance storyline. Because like I wanted to try the divine storyline as Legion, because like in theory I'm going to be grinding as a horde. Yep. When it when the when everything comes out, so I tried the betas alliance, and I really liked how that was going. So I, I have a, an alliance paladin um, called Shalska, uh, Shalska. Okay. Which is like an Indian god for like healing. Oh, that's really so it's, like, good. Fitting with like a. So you're a holy paladin. Uh, well, tank holy. Tank. Okay. Okay. But I, I was just trying to find something that would work with that theme. And it was one, so basically there was there was a uh, there was that for my Draenei. Um I can't remember what I named my troll Death Knight, but I basically tried to find like Mayan words for like that death. would yeah that would work that'd be cool. Um, and then eventually I I will say that I did change the name because eventually I uh, I turned it into a torn Death Knight in honor of one of my guildmates that basically deactivated his account because his torn Death Knight was called Bloodweiser and it was a blood Death Knight. So Budweiser. Yeah, Bud that's Blood. yeah, that's really good. So I did that with my troll with my Torn Death Knight, but then I was like, you know what, fuck it, I want to be a troll Death Knight because I love trolls. I got banned for a week uh, for um, I named my uh, and the, the GM even gave me a chance to change my name. Um, I named my gnome Death Knight A N A I L P O U N D E R a nail pounder. And um, I did. It's spelt. He's a yeah. nail pounder, and I said he's a carpenter. Yep. And the GM was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and give you a chance to change this name." And so I didn't change the name, <laughs> and I got flagged for inappropriate name. Personally, I think he had a thing against carpenters. Maybe. Um. Yeah, but mine was a nail pounder. Yeah. So. So that was that was my that was my troll death knight that turned into a torn that turned back to a troll. Um, <laughs> what? Who's your? Who, I should have asked you this shit already, but fuck it. I mean, this is my show. We're going a little bit longer. Oh well. Sure. Uh, who's your? What's your favorite class? Do you have a favorite class? Uh, favorite class. Shaman for me. I'd say paladin, just because I played it for so long. I did not my, expect that. Well, it's like I mean, when I started, like it was like, hey, I don't know how to play this game. And they're like, well, you know, if you want to be like, you're like, oh, be a paladin because like it's kind of like a, it's kind of a safety net for people that are kind of unfamiliar with how to play. So you were what a ret paladin then? Uh, yeah. So yeah. I was I was ret paladin when I started, and then it's like, I just I just love the lore of them. I love I love uh, I, I've tried all the different classes. Like I I love I love playing that role. Who would tell you to pick one of the hardest classes to play? Ret paladin in vanilla was hard to play. Yep. And you played a ret paladin in vanilla. Ret uh, means in retribution. B- in BC, but and which one? In BC. Okay. Exactly, That's so. still hard in Burning Crusade? Yep. Damn. So, but then I, I joined Tank at uh, at Dragon Soul because I joined a group that's like, hey, we need a tank. It's like, I mean, I guess I could if I know how to do it. It's like, 
He's like, yeah, I just you just follow my lead. It's like, okay. And then I just I just switch over to tank, and then it's like, all right, cool. I'm a tank now. And that that was nice too because then it's like I obviously get more invites to stuff because I'm. Is I'm there? More is there a race in the game you hate? Like me, I'm an orc. I hate humans. I go out of my way to look for them in Darkshire, and I sit on the roofs and I kill low-level humans for hours, literally. I hate humans, and I, I roleplay a lot. Do you hate or Is there a race you just can't stand, or do you not really care about that? Do you have your favorite race? Do you have a, one you hate the most? Um, can't really say there's one that's really annoying. I guess, I don't know. It, it, it's kind of a mix of stuff, I guess. Uh, what is it? I, I, I love the Draenei. I love, I love the humans. I love orcs. You just enjoy the, you just enjoy it. The, I, just, the, I, just yeah. love, I love the environment, I guess. Okay, okay. I think that's probably the best way. I just love that there's a variety. Okay. So I can't really say I hate anything because, you know, I'm not. No, no, I meant character-wise. Like, my orc hates humans. That's how I play. Oh. That's what I mean. Oh no! Like my my paladin just doing doing. Is he a hippie? No, he just doing what's right for the light. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. He, he answers to he answers to the word of the light. The word of the light. All right. That is. They just sound really zealot in that. No, no, it's fine. That's but, fine. But yeah, so like so, Cyrodiil, this holy warrior, and an elf. Um, any other blood elf, I always try to find something related to their class. Um, was it Shaska's Indian uh, Indian god for healing? Um, actually, I think at one point I tried to name my troll like a voodoo death god or something like that. That would have been cool. Um, what else do I have? Ula but fuck ya. No. What? That's that's no. That's not a, that's not one of them that I did. Oh okay. But um, but yeah. So just like I was I was trying to put all an investment into it. Like I I envy the people that like you know like. You know, I hate to admit it, I envy you where you're like a nail pounder to be like, oh, yeah. hey, look, like I have it back now too. I didn't, nice. get, yeah. Well, like it's like people like that where it's like the clever names, but yeah. Like, for me, I like the immersion because like I don't want to, I don't want to be like, hey, you we stuck need, with that. We need, we need your help. XXX four twenty smoke leaves to life. XXX. I want to be like, hey, we need your help. Name. Oh <laughs> uh, yes. I, <laughs> it's like, I, I, for me, it's like, I, I just feel better about being able to say, like, that the NPC's like, oh, you're an actual person, not this really fucked up name that you thought was really funny. And you get stuck with it. Uh, bring a nail pounder in here. Thanks, guys. Let's go pound some stuff. <laughs> That's, yes, I see what you mean. And I do run into that problem with that character. Um, that's why I've stopped doing that because I've had some horrible names in the beginning and then I redid them and started doing serious names with like my own back lore I created sure. so I have Onikage for one or you know Demon Shadow um, obviously taken from the Tenshu uh, series he's my rogue that would make sense you see what I'm saying yeah. so I went back I went through to do that as well so I get it yeah it's it's more fun to ask someone for help within a name that makes sense or to be in a group that makes sense as opposed to asking you know which titty five a come on in here yeah well like i said even too like the npc like when you're reading the quest like oh, oh well i see what you're saying now like you're like oh thank you bitch titty like now <laughs> now our city is safe from from the monster oh you know what i lo- used to love to do with 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 a nail pounder i would go uh hand in the head of of a nixia 
just so the guard could shout a nail pounder. You know, I mean, he shouts the name. Yeah. I love doing that. I, I think honestly, like one of my favorite things are related to like in the game with NPCs. Probably was MLP when you do that first mission at uh, like when you actually arrive in, yep. in Pandaria, and then you have the Pandarian that helps you like grab the barrels. Yep, and he's just like. Like, well, I, of course I'm carrying them on my shoulders. What do you think I was going to do? Stuff them in that bag of yours? <laughs> I was like, wow. They just, like, like in the right away, it's like, here, here it is. Just, like, in the new expansion, it's breaking the fourth wall. Because, like, literally you have a backpack that you're stuffing, like, heads and yep, yep. giant, like, ingots and, like, yep. dragon shards and, like, yep. all the stuff that would never fit in a backpack. And he's like, yeah, there's no way that this giant thing of, of, uh, of mead is going to fit in that backpack, right? You of just... Course. You just helped me remember, I forgot, in Missa Pandera, I named my monk P-H-Y-S-T-I-N-Y-E-E, Fistin Yi. God damn it. <laughs> His name was Fistin Yi. It was, it, it was, he was Asian. So if you, <laughs> you should have seen all the LOLs I, uh, I would get. <laughs> I don't know if I still have it, but I actually created a Pandaren Frost Mage, and I called him Santa Paws. <laughs> Just because, like, I, I'm, I'm sure I'm not the first one to make that. And I guarantee I'm not. But, like, just think about it. It's like, like I always hate that the Horde has, like, the, the orc with the Santa costume. And it's yep. like, okay, whatever. Yep. Like, at least, like, the dwarf is like, okay, that's more yes. Santa Claus-esque. Yes. I know that technically, like, Winter's Veil is not Christmas. But it's, like, it's, it's obviously cool. based It's based on, yeah. So I was just like, you know what? If we got Pandaren and they're the jolly fat guys... If we throw a fucking Santa suit on this guy, and he's a Frost Mage, well, it makes sense. Why the fuck not? Yep, yep. You get, and, of course, Frost Mage was that way, like, you could transmog your, uh, hopefully you could transmog your, your Santa gear. Yep. From, like, because uh, it was cloth into your actual gear. Because, like, I really want to just run around raids. Like, I still have to actually complete with this. I might do this with, like, a boost. Uh-huh. But, like, I really, I, I just really love the idea of just being able to... Like, run around, like, in a mission, like, or in a dungeon or a raid, and it's, like, it's Santa Paws, and I'm showing, like, fucking cross bolts at everybody, and it's, like... That is so fucking cheesy, man. I just, like, it was just, it was just, like, an idea I got at one of the Winter's Veil. I was, like, you know what? Like, you got the Pandaren out here now? Fuck it. And it's, like, because you have, like, the Winter Veil, like, yep. dagger and all that stuff. Yep. And, like, it's, like, it, it was it was going to be too easy to not do it. You just had to grind to do it. Did but. you... Okay, okay, then tell me if this is cheesy. My second uh, Pandarian character was a monk. It was a female monk, and it was the, the sister of uh, Fistin Yi. Her name was Fistin Hu. So, so it's like fucking Austin Powers with the twins. Yeah, just Fistin Hu. and me. Close, I guess I never thought of that, but yeah, Fistin Hu. What do you think? Hey guys, this is AC Riley reminding you to check out The Riley Factor only on the Grapple Talk Network. Join me as I talk wrestling, interview wrestlers in my Spotlight and Squared Circle segment, and much, much more. What are you waiting for? Head on over to iTunes and subscribe to the Grapple Talk Network today. And as always, support independent wrestling. Hello wrestling fans, Cole Cabana coming to you live from the One Hour Tease Arena in beautiful Chicago, Illinois. The pro wrestling action has been great so far. As you can see, Joey really dominating the ring so far. There's a beautiful belly-to-back suplex. Uh-oh. 
Looks like Joey's shirt has been ripped. What's up with that? You ripped my shirt. Let's go check an instant replay, see exactly what happened. There you can see Joey's shirt ripped from the collar, and that's not good when you're trying to wear your pro wrestling t-shirt. Man, you ripped my shirt. It's my only shirt. Joey. Hey, looks like Ryan from One Hour Tees just threw Joey Ryan a brand new t-shirt. Thanks, Pro Wrestling Tees. ProWrestlingTees.com, over 3,000 wrestling t-shirts designed and sold by pro wrestlers. Wrestlers such as Steve Austin, CM Punk, Macho Man, Mick Foley, DDP, Andre the Giant, Jake the Snake, Hexaw, Jim Duggan, Scott Hall, Ted DiBiase, Cole Cabana, Joey Ryan, Cliff Compton, and the entire Bullet Club. All stores owned by pro wrestlers. Support pro wrestling today and visit ProWrestlingTees.com. Um, I started to close about 11 minutes ago, but I'm going to do it now. Redo your, redo your social media and all that stuff. Sure, so... You can follow me on AC Riley WI on Facebook. Uh, that's where I post a lot of my wrestling stuff, and on occasion I share the uh, the Minecraft videos. Anything that I'm doing with a gaming contrast that makes sense for me to post on that character uh, or on that page, rather, not that character. That doesn't make sense. Um, <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram and uh, the PSN, all under the same uh, handle. Wrong, Alex Riley. And then uh, on my battle.net, uh, would be, uh, would be, uh, I want to say it's Cyridul, C Y R E D U A L, twelve seventy four. If it's not, and you're like, hey, I want to add you, how do I do that? Just ask me, and then I'll tell you when I get back. Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty simple stuff to follow me on. I'm I'm not that I'm not that difficult to get a hold of. All that fun stuff. I like to do things and stuff. Alright, well, thank you very much for being on Regular Guy Gaming. I wish we had we could add Ragbag in the house tonight, but this worked out. Um, Ragbag will do the opener, and, and he'll the do the, yeah, and the closer, so you guys are still going to hear Ragbag. Hey, um, yeah. shout out to Ragbag. <laughs> shout out to Ragbag. Um, so, a uh, big thank you to Grapple Talk Network for allowing this, although I don't feel as special anymore after they let the Ross family on here. Uh, that's, uh, Wow. You guys got to give that a try. Brand new. The Ross Family Matters. The Ross Family Matters Wrestling Podcast. Wrestling Podcast. Was he saying that on purpose? Yeah, because for Prodigy. Oh, for Prodigy. Podcast. That's a good one. Um, if you want to get a hold of us, um, just Regular Guy Gaming. Uh, Regular Guy Gaming on um, uh, Twitter. Regular Guy Gaming YouTube. Regular Guy Gaming Facebook. And then also, if you want, like, you can get a hold of us on Grapple Talk on Facebook as well. Send a couple questions in there. Get a hold of Ragbag Jr. on Twitter. Ragbag on YouTube. Um, does Ragbag have a Facebook yet? Oh, uh, he's got a Ragbag. Yeah, he's got a he's got a Facebook. Just search Ragbag. Yeah, Ragbag on Facebook. And just overall, if you have any questions or anything like that, just go ahead and, and send them because we see you guys listen. We know you listen. We just haven't had questions yet. So you know what will help is if we tell them who the next guest would be. Yeah, but you don't know. I don't know that. In, yeah, that far in advance. All right. Well, thank you guys very much. you have any last words to say? Uh, nope. All right. Uh, this is RGG, and I am out. 
Well, there you have it, guys. Another edition of Regular Guy Gaming in the books. World of Warcraft talk today. We've got more stuff coming up over the next couple of days. And before we end this podcast today, I wanted to talk about something that's very near and dear to my heart, microtransactions. Now, I know we just spent an entire episode doing that, and I know you're probably like, Rainbag, I'm sick of hearing you talk about microtransactions. Well, it's a huge part of gamer news right now, and if you don't know what I'm about to talk about, you must have been living under a rock. That is EA's Battlefront to uh, controversy with microtransactions. It has been blowing up all over the place. It is literally quite possibly one of the biggest things in gaming that I've heard of over the past couple of years just because everybody's talking about it. Most recently, if you haven't yet looked this up, um, on Reddit, they have a subreddit, uh, AMA, Ask Me Anything. EA and a few of their developers for Battlefront decided, huh. All these people hate us. Might as well do an AMA and try to answer any questions that they might have. This will be a great idea. Wrong. They were mad. They were downvoted to fucking hell. And uh, it just wasn't good. So if you have the opportunity, Google this. Look it up. Just if you don't understand the magnitude of the PR issue that EA is dealing with, look this up. Because it is hilarious. Um, and it's entertaining. And quite, it's, it's kind of sad, to be honest. Now, if you don't know about this whole EA microtransaction bullshit, Battlefront 2, a Star Wars FPS, um, you know, the first Star Wars Battlefront game that came out for the next-gen systems wasn't really anything to brag about. There wasn't much included aside from multiplayer. This game was supposed to be a little bit different. You know, really nice graphics. If you're a hardcore Star Wars fan, you got the laser guns. Beep, 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 beep. Cool stuff, right? Um... But this game is littered with microtransactions. There's a stat out there, and I, I don't remember exactly what it is. But right, so typically, maybe you uh you you love playing Fallout. You'll put in maybe 100, 200 hours. Maybe if you're obsessed and you don't have a life, there's a stat out there that if you want to unlock everything in Star Wars Battlefront 2 without making any in-game purchases. You have to play for like fucking 1,500 hours. I think it's actually more than that. That is fucking crazy. And then here's the other thing. If you decided to purchase everything so that you could have 100% completion and have all the fun stuff, it was like two grand. It was like some absurd number. Both of those numbers make absolutely no sense, and there's no middle ground. You spend $1,000, you still need to play 500 hours to unlock X, Y, and Z. It makes absolutely no sense. And further that, when the game first came out, I'm not exactly sure how things have been dealt with now because of the negative PR, but I heard the only way that you could unlock Darth Vader was if you bought him. The most famous fucking Star Wars character, the only way you can get him is if you pay $9.99. What the shit, EA? Come on! Are you kidding? So now EA is dealing with all this negative PR, and they're probably going to end up changing things. Who knows? Apparently, the uh, CEO at Disney was kind of pissed because they own Electronic Arts, because they own the Star Wars thing. So maybe they're going to make some changes. But here's the thing. You cannot tell me that these developers, these guys, like these great educations, probably have worked on a ton of games didn't know this before releasing the game, right? We're paying 60, 70, 80, 90, 100 bucks for maybe those gold editions. Oh, the gold edition, the premium package, 100 bucks. And you get to start out with 
fucking 300 extra currency. Yay. You can't tell me that that makes any sense. We're buying these games for those premium prices and then we're getting like ads and and the need to purchase make in-game purchases like it's some free app on your on your iPhone from the Apple Store. It makes it just makes no sense. And it's it sucks to see. It really does because you, you you know you probably have a bunch of parents that have kids playing these games and are seeing all this cool shit and they're like, "Daddy, why can't you spend the twenty dollars to buy me a gold armor and a stupid fucking gun that I only use a couple of times?" And I feel bad for those fucking parents. I feel bad for anybody that purchased this game with the hopes that it would be a playable game out of the box without having to buy anything because that apparently was not the case. I'm not one to play Star Wars Battlefront. I don't play it at all. Um, never really been into that thing. It's an FPS. It seems kind of cool, cool graphics, but just kind of not my style. But uh, hopefully this is going to be a change moving forward with microtransactions. We talked about it in the last podcast. RGG made some great points in why microtransactions can be good. You know, oh, it saves, you know, the working man a couple of hours if you can't put in a bunch of time throughout the week to unlock all this cool stuff. You know, games get stale after a couple of months, so why not try to purchase your way into making that game as good as it possibly can be during the time that you're playing it. But just go just go look something up about Battlefront. There's a ton of articles. There's tons of discussions. I mean, this shit's ridiculous. This microtransaction shit is just... Uh, it's gone way too far with this. And hopefully this, this negative PR and attention uh, shed some light on microtransactions. Because I do agree. There, there is a good middle ground. There's a reason why we should have those microtransactions in-game. But, um, but based on what you can read on the interwebs about EA's Battlefront... Um, it's, this is not that, that middle ground. This is that shove it in your face, ruining game type of bullshit. So I just wanted to get that off my chest. I wanted to talk about it because I I don't think this would be a gaming podcast if we didn't discuss that or at least bring it up because it's huge right now. It's one of the biggest issues, um, in gaming. We microtransactions in general are one of the biggest issues. This one is just uh, a little bit bigger because it's a AAA title. It's 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 one of the biggest titles EA releases all year long when it comes to FPSs, especially with the the Star Wars movie coming out on December 15th. I mean, some people have even talked about they thought that the negative game attention might affect uh, people going to the movie. I don't know. I don't think that's going to happen. But but nonetheless, it's it's a claim that's been made in some pretty big time news and media outlets. So you know it's there. And um, you know, like again, I just think um, talking about this and, and getting the juices flowing and figuring out how we can best implement microtransactions into our daily gaming is very important, not only for us but also for these developers and finding out a common middle ground in which they can help out that. That, uh, you know, person that just doesn't have necessarily the amount of time to unlock things that they really want to unlock. Um, But also not to ruin a game so you have to pay a couple of bucks to get fucking Darth Vader when he should be one of the characters that you can, like, unlock at the end of the game or some bullshit. I don't know. I'm not a developer. I don't know how that shit works. But I know that if if I purchase Battlefront and I have to play 2,000 fucking hours... To unlock Darth Vader, I'm snapping that disc across my knee, because fuck that. This has been Regular Guy Gaming. Cheap plugs real quick. 
RGG regular guy gaming. Search him up on Facebook, on YouTube. He's got a channel. He's got a Twitch channel. You can look him up on those sites and uh, also DM him. Let him know what you want us to talk about. We'll try to include those topics in on the podcast. For me, it's Ragbag, R-A-G-G-B-A-G-G. Look me up on Facebook. Look me up on YouTube. Playing through Until Dawn right now. About to finish up that series. Got a lot of love on the uh, on the last Until Dawn episode. Is actually my most popular episode yet. So uh, things are kind of trekking in the right direction for me. And uh, we'll probably be doing some amnesia coming up after Until Dawn's over. Really looking forward to that game. Um, kind of popularized. Oh, my phone went off during the podcast. I guess I got to buy everyone a beer. Stone Cold podcast reference for all you non-wrestling fans and uh, a reference that a lot of you won't get if you don't know what wrestling is. Um, But probably going to do Amnesia next um, just because it was free and it was a game that was, uh, I like to think, kind of popularized commentaries on YouTube a few years back when it first dropped. So I'll be doing Amnesia here in just a little bit, also playing through the new Horizon Zero Dawn DLC, which uh, is pretty good thus far. Lots of dialogue, though, which is kind of tough to get through, especially when you just want to kill machines. Um, So we'll be doing that on my channel as well. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. This has been Regular Guy Gaming. I'm Ragbag. We'll catch you guys next time. Peace out. Home slices.